Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. What does it take to actually be successful? Have you been working for months and months on a new business idea, but you just can't seem to get anywhere? Or maybe you've been trying to learn how to be more attractive to women and try as you might, you just seem to be stuck in this rut that you can't climb your way out of. Today, I'm going to share with you the complete School of Attraction success formula with all the elements required for you to become successful at anything you put your mind to. By making sure you get all the elements in this formula right, you can cut down the amount of time it takes you to become successful at anything from years and years of desperately hard slog down to just months. Keep watching to find out more. Many of you watching undoubtedly know me as a dating coach, but I'm also a success coach as well. So I spend a lot of time working with men and women, helping them to both become more successful in their dating lives, as well as their business, career, and entrepreneurial endeavors. Now, as different as these two fields at first appear, the basic formula for success in both these areas is exactly the same. So today what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be going through the formula and giving you examples from both improving your dating life and improving your entrepreneurial business lives as well, which are two areas I know many of you viewers happen to be interested in together at the same time. Now, before I get rolling with the formula, I want to say this. Today is going to be a little bit more of an academic video. It's going to be a little bit longer. If you haven't got the time to watch, maybe bookmark it to watch it later because this is something you don't want to miss out on. Still with me? All right, let's get stuck in. Now, really, the thing that we're concerned about with this formula is the amount of time it takes us to become successful. Because obviously, we don't want to spend 30 years trying to learn to become better with women. We don't want to spend 30 years trying to start a new business. We want that time to be as low as humanly possible. So what are the elements that go into it? Well, the first one isn't going to be a surprise, and that's work, right? How much work you throw into something, how hard you're working at it right? So, you know, if you want to start a new business, you're going to need to put in a lot of hours. If you want to learn to be more successful with women, you want to learn how to flirt, you want to learn how to tease, you want to learn how to build rapport, you're going to have to work at it. You're going to have to go out there and put in the time. If you don't go out there and put in the time, you're not going to get results. Now, this should be obvious to anyone watching, right? The more work you put in, the more time you spend working on it, the less time will be required to get good at it. Shouldn't be a surprise. The next element shouldn't be too big a surprise either. This is smarts. So we've all heard the phrase working smarter, not harder. So what are smarts really exactly? What am I talking about here? Well, working smart or having smarts about the way you work is a little bit like the guy who goes out and hits on girls and hits on girls and hits on girls, but never really changes anything about what he does. Maybe he never reads books on on getting better with women. Maybe he has no way of getting more information. He doesn't self-educate. He just goes out there week and week and week and does the same thing over and over again and expects a different result. Now, it's obvious when I say it, but you'd be amazed how many men and women in their lives go out and do the same thing over and over and over again, hoping this time a different result will occur. That's called not having smarts. doesn't mean you aren't smart. It doesn't mean you aren't intelligent. It just means you're not working smart. So if you don't have that, if the, 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 the factor here is really, really low, it's going to take you a super long time to get any kind of traction. 
Now, having smarts in business is much the same. It's, it's people who go into a business and they start working super, super hard, but they're ridiculously inefficient. They don't hire people to help them. They don't uh, really know how to, how to um, use software and use apps to cut down the amount of time they work. I mean, my parents were perfect examples of this. You know, my dad was a really, really hard worker. You know, he worked super hard his whole life and he deserves respect for that. But between him and my mom, a lot of time was wasted doing hard work, not smart work. And so as a result, their, their, their business success was always limited. Now, the interesting thing about hard workers versus smart workers is that we tend to fit into one category or the other. So if you're going out and you, you're trying to learn to be better with women, you'll tend to be the guy who goes out, and just hits on women, hits on women, hits on women, hits on women. Hard work, yeah, I feel good about myself because I pushed myself today. Or you fit into team work smart where you rarely ever want to go out and talk to women, but you're constantly learning, constantly educating yourself. You know all the little tricks that should work. You know all the theory, all the strategy back to front, right? You're an information genius, but you just don't work at it. So without one or the other, you're not going to make very much progress. You've got to learn to integrate both. Myself, I was a worker. I was a really hard worker. In the beginning of School of Attraction, all I wanted to do was work my ass off, but I didn't work very smart. And when I met my partner, she was the opposite. She was the smarter, she was the smart worker, but she wasn't a hard worker. She, she didn't like doing a lot of hours. So together, what we had to do to learn to get School of Attraction, this company running and being super successful, the way it is now, 12 years later, I had to learn to work smarter and more efficiently, and she had to learn to work harder, right? So it was, it, we tend to fit into one camp or the other. So be aware of what you are, because you're gonna need to learn to adapt a little bit of the other skill set in as well. So these two so far shouldn't be too big a surprise. Now, the third element is experience. So think of it in these terms. Imagine that you're 25 years old, two men. One is 25 years old, the other is 25 years old. One has never been on a date, has never had sex with a woman in his life. The other has had two ex-girlfriends and he's slept with five women in his life. Who do you think is gonna have an easier time learning to be really successful with women? Right? Who's going to get there quickest? Of course, it's going to be the second guy who's got the experience because once we've done something before, at least once, we know what it looks like. We know what it feels like. We know how all the little bits should fit together a little bit, right? But if we've never done it before, we can't even visualize having done it. I had this in business really badly. When I first started School of Attraction, I felt like an imposter. I felt like, I don't know if, like, I'm just making money out of thin air. I'm just asking people to pay me money. Like, it was just a really weird feeling to, to, to build a business, to do something from scratch, you know, to build a website with no guarantee you were going to get paid, to create a course and tell people you were, you were teaching and, and with no expectation that it was going to succeed. Without being able to visualize it, it's super, super hard. Like, it's just emotionally a really difficult one to surmount. And, you know, um, now, 12 years later, if I had to start another business, it would be so much easier, like it is so much easier helping other people start the businesses because I've got the experience. I've done it before. I know what the journey looks like. I know how the pieces should fit together. So if you're learning to be more successful with women and you have no e-experience, it's okay. That's fine. But don't compare yourself to guys who do because it's going to take you longer. It's just one of those factors. Now, like so many factors here, there are ways to hack the factors. For example, if you find a really great coach or mentor, you can use their e-experience. You can borrow their experience to 
uh, rapidly, rapidly improve the speed at which you can get better at something, right? That's where coaches and mentors come in. I'm gonna talk about that one a little bit later, but that's really one of the things. If you wanna speed up the progress, your progress, and you don't have a lot of experience, or you do have some experience, but just not enough, you gotta find coaches and mentors. I do the same thing in business. If I wanna grow my business to the next level, I can wing it and learn as I go, or I can find someone who's done it before and steal, borrow, pay for their experience. The next factor is probably one that you're less familiar with and one that I think some of us know intrinsically, but we never pay any attention to with success. And this is, I think, where most men and women I work with fail. And it's funny I should use this word because the next element is your failure frequency. So how often are you failing? A lot of guys, especially when they're trying to learn attraction and dating, they, they put all their energy in trying to avoid failing. Everything is about avoiding failure, right? You, you try to learn as much as you can so you can avoid failure. You try to learn a contingency plan so women won't reject you. Uh, and actually, you've got to fail. Failing is the only way to be successful. Failing, in fact, the, the rapidity with which you fail is the rapidity with which you learn and the speed at which you get better. My best Clients are the ones that fail most often. Not failing because they suck, failing because they're really trying to learn. Failing because they're really trying to do everything I tell them to do, even if they don't get it right. Even if they're uncalibrated, they're trying. So failing is super important. And the more often you fail, the more comfortable you are with failing frequently, the more successful you're gonna be. If you've ever heard of uh, the, the, the Lean Entrepreneur, which is a really famous book by Eric Ries about starting your own company, he talks about exactly the same process of you've got to have failures, lots of failures, and learn from them, right? It's the, the success of a company or the, the rapidity with which a company is likely to grow is in direct proportion to the number of failures it has and how quickly it can have failures. Now, it's not just having failures that matter, okay? Which brings us on to the next point, which is also around failure, because failure quality is really important too. What's failure quality? Well, think about it like this. Have you ever played a game of pool with a girl? And the girl is like, oh, I'm not very good at playing pool. Hee <laughs> hee, I'm gonna try to take a shot. Oh, uh, oh, I missed the white ball. Hee <laughs> hee. All right, that, that whole kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm talking so much about how I'm bad at pool and I'm not even really trying. I'm not even looking at the goddamn ball. And when I miss the ball, I'll be like, oh, look, I missed, but that's because I suck. That's not, that's a very low quality failure. Right? She, if she just keeps playing pool like that, she will never get better. Now, a lot of guys do this in dating and pick up. They do this a lot. They, they go out and they, they go and talk to a woman. And the second the conversation becomes a little bit quiet or they feel a little bit uncomfortable or they feel like they may have run out of things to talk about, they leave. They didn't fail. They didn't get rejected. The woman didn't say, please get away from me, you creep. He just walked away. And you'd be amazed how much this happens. Now, we call this premature ejaculation when guys eject themselves prematurely away from a girl. Uh, and that happens a lot. And that's just one of the ways that guys have really low failure quality. Now, in, in, in business and entrepreneurship, low failure quality tends to be setting up experiments within your business, like ways of failing without collecting high quality data. So you failed, but you don't know why you failed. You failed, but you don't know at what point in the funnel you failed. You don't know, you got no feedback from clients and customers, right? So you don't really know what failed. You don't know what went wrong. You just know something went wrong. Now, one of the best things when it comes to dating and attraction that guys can and should do is find ways to learn as much as humanly possible from every failure. 
So one of the things I do with my clients as well is I try to make every failure count. I want you to fail and fail a lot. I want you to fail like you mean it. But I want every one of those failures to mean something, you know? And so every time you talk to a girl, you want to be working on something specific, not just I'm going and talking to a girl and I hope it goes well. No, you're talking to a girl and you're trying to tease her. You're trying to tease her. Is my teasing working? Teasing? No, she doesn't like my teasing. She got offended. Good. Teasing. Teasing needs work. Teasing causes offense. Now we know what went wrong, right? You got to have a real sharp focus every time you're talking to women, what you're working on, what you're trying to prove or disprove, right? The, what you're going to show works or fails in a current situation. Because when you know that, when you've got a sharp focus on it, then you can change, then you can learn, then the failure meant something. The other thing I'll say here is it really helps to record yourself, like have an audio recording of yourself, because if you hear yourself flirting with a girl, oh my God, you're gonna cringe. You're gonna cringe so badly, you're gonna hate hearing yourself, but you will learn. And every rejection will start to mean something if you can hear yourself. <laughs> it's embarrassing, I know, it's horrible, but boy, does it have a big impact. You know, in business, you gotta have metrics. I'm crazy for metrics. If you've watched any of my Tinder videos, you know how crazy I am about numbers and metrics inside of Tinder. And using that to instruct me how to get incredible results on Tinder. If you want to see that, I got a video up here you can check out about it. But that's what I'm really nuts about. Now, there's one more element in the School of Attraction success formula that it's unpopular. It's like the elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about. And that's luck. Nobody likes to talk about the element of luck. Now, luck is comprised of many things. It's comprised of things you do control and it's comprised of things you don't control. So, for example, if you were born and live in Afghanistan, right, and you want to learn to, to learn to pick up women on the street, you're kind of out of luck because you live in a country where very rarely do women walk around unattended you live in a country where going up and randomly hitting on girls on the street would be very, very ill-advised because of the social cultural system you've got going on there. That's just an example of luck. Uh, you know, you could be, you could have bad luck just because you could have genetic bad luck, right? You could be five foot one. Uh, you could have bad genetics, really bad acne scars, a whole bunch of things going on. And you think to yourself, well, luck is working against me. And so there are lots of things where luck is working against you or luck you, the luck you start with isn't so great, right? Other people start with great luck. They're born good looking. They're born with like wealthy, like white privileged parents somewhere in the Western world. And great, luck plays a role. But there are a lot of elements of luck that you can control, especially, especially when you put your mind to it. So luck is this. Luck is how well do you present yourself on a day-to-day -day basis? talking about dating here if you go out and you talk to talking to girls or you go out in your day-to-day -day life are you looking sharp or do you generally dress like a bum because you tend to meet women we tend to meet women in our lives all over the place and if you generally look great if you generally look sharp if you, you're generally improving the looks aspect of your luck quotient right what about um your social network right do you have a social network do you have groups of people that you hang out with regularly, right? Do you have social networks? Because if you do, odds are you're gonna be more often introduced to new women left, right, and center without even having to approach them. You'll get lucky more often because you're, you're standing in the path of luck more frequently, yeah, right? You're putting yourself in the path, making sure you can be as lucky as possible with the parts of luck that you can control. Same thing in business. One thing I noticed with a lot of people getting into entre like entrepreneurs and stuff, if you live in a bubble, right? Just you and your, your, your friends who may not be, may or may not be involved in business. 
it's hard to have good luck, right? Because you read all these stories about, oh, this person met that business partner and all their luck changed and everything changed. They were just so lucky. I want luck like that. If you want to have luck, there's a lot of businesses who you know and, and what they can teach you. It's kind of the same in dating and, and pickup really too. Like meeting guys who can mentor you, can help you along the way is good luck. Maybe finding this video was good luck, right? But in business, what a lot of people do is they live in a bubble instead of going out and constantly being around networking groups, constantly being around uh, an influx of new entrepreneurs, lots of new people, meeting business people, meeting business leaders, meeting... I mean, there are if almost any city in the world, there are big business meetings going on, right, around the world. There are big uh, entrepreneur meetups and, and, and seminars and events and you'd be amazed who you meet along the way. You'll, you'll meet people who want to partner with you, who have business ideas. You'll meet people who just give you that little bit of advice like, oh yeah, I had a problem like that once, Damien. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, this literally happened to my partner and I about three weeks ago. We were at like some friends' places because we've worked really hard on networking. We are at these people's place and one of them mentioned to my partner something about the way that he sells to clients, the way he structures sales funnels. And for both of us, both of us it was like a light went off in our heads and we're like, man, that is a really good idea. We have to do the same thing ourselves. Same thing will happen. The more people you're around, who are men you're around who are working on the dating skills, the more you're part of that community, the more good luck you're going to have with good advice, good ideas, introduced to girls, all that kind of stuff is going to really start to flow in your favor. So while you can't control luck completely, you really can have, you can do a lot to influence it. If you play video games, it's like, it's like headshots. Right? In certain video games, you know you've got a percentage chance of getting a headshot or a fatal kill. Um, and you know, you're increasing that likelihood. You can't force it to happen, but you can increase the likelihood. You can increase your strength so that when you do get that headshot, you get a really powerful headshot, not a weak headshot. So, you know, just to use these analogies, that's how it works. You can't control it, but you can be set up so that when it does happen, boy oh boy, does it pay off in spades. So this is the success formula as it stands right now, and it's really, really powerful. If you have a look through this success formula right now, ask yourself, where am I doing well and where am I doing badly? Because I guarantee you everyone who isn't making the success they want to is letting themselves down in at least one or more of these areas, right? And so because everything multiplies out, you can easily double or triple the rate at which you get progress if you just follow this formula. Now, if you're thinking about getting a mentor or a coach, they pay off in experience. I mentioned this before, like you can you can three, four, five, six times the speed at which you get results by getting a fantastic mentor or a coach. And this is why I got into teaching this stuff because I had mentors and coaches myself growing up in business. I had mentors, coaches in pickup, right? I had really amazing people around me and that's how I got incredible success by not relying on my own experience. And this is why I created the School of Attraction Online Advanced Program. You can go ahead and check it up out here. It's an entire program where I teach you every part of being successful with women. It's, it's I hold your hand through um, dealing with approach anxiety, getting out there and meeting women, how to tease, how to flirt, how to sexually escalate, how to create long-term relationships, how to create and maintain casual sex relationships, how to create really amazing social networks, how to deal with failure, how to manage your emotional state, and so much more in between. Like there's 20 hours of theory content here in this program. It's massive. I highly recommend you check that out. Uh, as I said, I've been doing this for 12 years now. Um, I know exactly how to help guys get the quickest, fastest results, but in doing it in a way that is using integrity, right? And in a way that's using honesty along the way. Because at the end of the day, you've got to pick your coaches and your mentors wisely, right? 
think of it, if you had, a, if you could pick a, a successful business mentor, would you rather have Richard Branson or would you rather have Donald Trump? Right? Both of them are successful. Both of them could teach you how to be successful, but they teach you how to do it in very different ways. What sort of a life do you want to have for yourself? What kind of a man do you want to be? You got to make that decision before you pick a business coach or a business mentor. So as I said, my co- my courses, my Sincere Seduction online program is all about using honesty and integrity to attract women every step of the way. I highly recommend you check that out. That's it. And thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.